Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Down Football. I am your host, and in today's episode, there's going to be a lot to talk about. There's been so much happening over this past week. I know I told you guys, you know, maybe I'll do another episode this week, but you know what? I decided just to do one big-ass episode for you guys. So, without further ado, let us get started. So, right now, I'm going to tell you guys about Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. So, the Giants did end up signing Daniel Jones to a four-year deal worth $160 million. Now, that is close to the deal he was asking for. He was asking for about... 45 million but you know like 45 million a year but the Giants decided you know let's see if he'll take the 40 million a year looks like they did and it looks like their franchise quarterback is staying with them in my opinion is the deal good I believe and I'm sorry for you Giants fans out there but I'm gonna use the meme from EDP instead of saying overrated as fuck I'm saying overpaid as fuck Because, you know, like, he was mid. He was a mid-QB last year. I don't believe he deserved the extension, but clearly the Giants organization sees something in him that I can't see in him, so I guess that's all right. However, with the the extension of Daniel Jones and the, uh, the deal that they did, they were only able to franchise tag Saquon Barkley. Now... And, and the Giants' eyes, you know, that that's pretty good because, you know, you had to lock them both in. You had to. That, like, Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones are, is the future of the team. So you, you had to lock them in. And plus, I believe with them franchise taking Saquon Barkley, you know what? It was a good thing because, you know, you had to get a quarterback. You had to keep your quarterback, right? I don't know, but my opinion, you could have got them for less. But, you know, if we keep talking about that, I'm going to be talking about that for the rest of the the video. So, you know what? I'm just going to stop talking about it right now. So, in terms of keeping Saquon Barkley, they had to use the franchise tag on him. This way, it gives them more time to work out a long-term deal with him. Do I think he deserves a long-term deal? Absolutely. When Saquon Barkley is not hurt, he is a top five running back in the league for sure so getting those deal deals done the giants were smart about it thank god for that now let's move on to the bills obviously the bills struggled a little bit during they struggled a little bit during the season everyone thought oh they're going to uh they're gonna make it to the super bowl they're gonna win this is their year josh allen's winning mvp well to you Bills fans, clearly that never happened. And now there's rumors going around saying that the Bills are going to lose Jordan Poyer and linebacker Tremaine Edmonds into free agency. Now, what that means for their defense is they are going to have to go into uh, the draft and find a middle linebacker who's as dominant as Tremaine Edmonds. I mean, I looked up his numbers and he was averaging about 150, 160 tackles a season, which is really good for a middle linebacker. However, the only downfall for him was that he was getting too many penalties. Like he would always do like hits to the head and that, you know, do dirty hits. As for Jordan Poyer, you know, he's still in his prime. However, he is getting up there in age, so I can see why. 
And if they do go into free agency, they'll get picked up for sure. I'm not 100% sure where Tremaine Edmonds would go, but I know for sure Jordan Poyer would probably sign with the Bengals only because, and I will talk about this later, that they're actually losing one of their safeties during during free agency. Like the their safety, I'm not going to say his name yet because I'm going to mention it later on in this in this episode. He is going to he is going into free agency and he's testing it. So well, don't be surprised if Jordan Poyer is going to be a bangle. You'll hear it here first. And now. The Eagles. Now, the Eagles are a tough one because, you know, they ha- almost had the number one rated defense last year. They had stacked players. James Bradbury, Darius Slay, CJ Gardner-Johnson, all those people. So now, guess what? They are losing the majority of those people. I mean, look, they signed Brandon Graham to a one-year deal. So, you know what? It looks like Brandon Graham is going to retire as an eagle, which he should because he he was a key player in the Eagles going to those couple of Super Bowl, Super Bowl visits, Super Bowl appearances, whatever you want to call them. He helped he helped a lot. Now, as for their secondary, like I said, their secondary was stacked as fuck. But now it looks like they're gonna be losing the majority of their secondary into free agency. I'm talking about C.J. Gardner-Johnson, James Bradbury, and Darius Slay. They gave Darius Slay permission to seek a trade. C.J. Gardner-Johnson's testing free agency, and so is James Bradbury. Well, there goes the Eagles' secondary. I believe if the Eagles would have won the Super Bowl, they they would have stayed and keep that you know di- little dynasty going. But clearly not, that, because apparently. There were tweets going around. I believe it was Gardner Johnson who said it. He's, they were talking shit about their defensive coordinator and said that he wasn't uh, giving them plays to help them succeed. So they're kind of blaming their defensive coordinator on not winning that Super Bowl, which, you know what? I don't blame them. I'm still pissed about the holding call. Um, it didn't. It wasn't. It didn't look like a hold. No way in hell it was a hold. Still salty about it, even though the Super Bowl was over a month ago. But, you know, we're not going to talk about it right now. So, like I said, the Eagles have a lot <laughs> to, to to work on. If they lose all those guys in free agency, their secondary is going to look fucked. I mean, they still have Avante Maddox, but we didn't really see a lot of him in the Super Bowl. I mean, he gave up that Sky Moore touchdown. Like, he should have ran up and and covered him. But instead, he went. He thought it was a run play. So, he, obviously, he went in to try and make the tackle. But Sky Moore was wide open. All that lovely stuff. So, Eagles are going to have a lot of work to do. As for the Rams... There were rumors going around saying that all the there have been multiple teams calling about getting Matthew Stafford. However, the Rams are automatically shut it down and said that uh, Matt Stafford is their franchise QB. I mean, why would you want to want to trade him? Realistically, you trade like that whole big ass trade that they did. Holy shit! Like that was one of the trades in like one of the biggest trades in football history so like 
see, it would make sense. Just thinking about it. You guys think about it. So why would, as a Rams owner, why would you trade your franchise quarterback for, like, Jared Goff? You get another franchise quarterback. You trade Matthew Stafford, right? You trade all these, the shitload of picks for him, just for him to win the Super Bowl for you one season. And then your second season, you know, they did bad. But why would you want to trade him? Like, fuck. Like, fuck, you, you you gave up all these picks and everything. Of course you wouldn't want to trade him. That's your franchise guy, so you're obviously going to keep him. Luckily, the Rams shut all those down. Thank God. For the Vikings, they have been lith- listening to uh, trade offers for Dalvin Cook. Now, I could see them trading Dalvin, like, Dalvin Cook because he wasn't really productive this season. And, I mean, the Vikings did get out in the first round. Like, that's just ridiculous. It, they should have gone, like, way... They should have gone farther into the playoffs, but I'm, like, I'm digressing. So, if they do make a trade for Dalvin Cook, I'm expecting a few first-round picks. And you know what? I'd ask for a defensive player because their defense this season was really brutal to watch. I mean, I've I probably watched almost every single football game this season. Their defense was really brutal to watch, so they're going to have to, you know, work on that. As for the Saints, as everyone knows, Derek Carr officially signed a four-year deal with the Saints, making him probably the new starting QB for them. The reason why I say probably is because Jameis Winston is still on their roster. Now, remember how I told you guys that the last week that the Saints are either going to have to restructure his deal or become a free agent or like they're going to trade him. Well, the Saints did offer James Winston a restructured deal. That means they could keep him in New Orleans. So, I mean, if I was Winston, would I keep would I keep it? Like would I sign the deal? You know what? Honestly, I probably would. Because you know, obviously he didn't perform as everyone thought he would. Like, everyone thought, oh, you know, he's going to be the new uh, starting QB. Drew Brees said, this is your team now, blah, 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 blah. Well, clearly it's not because he didn't perform as well as everyone thought he would. Um. So, yeah, in my personal opinion, I would, I would stay in New Orleans or else... Because if he doesn't, I believe he's going to be one of those uh, players that are just going to fucking bounce around the league for the rest of their career. Like, he's going to be the type of QB plays for, like, 11 years, but then he's on, like, 14 different teams in 11 years. So he might be one of those guys. So if I was him, I'd accept the deal. You know, sit, sit on the bench for four years behind Derek Carr, still make that bag, make that money, never have to touch the field. I'd do it. As for the Vikings, again, and this was only a couple days ago, they released Adam Thielen. Now, I mean, you kind of saw this move coming because Adam Thielen is getting up there in age, and obviously with their star wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, he it, Justin Jefferson is getting the majority of the, uh, what do you call it, like the targets, and so is TJ Hawkinson. They're, they're tight end. So Adam Thielen didn't really see any of those like targets really. So we saw we we kind of saw this move happening. 
But with the release of Adam Thielen, he could go to a to a team where their receivers are young. So you know what? Do not be surprised if I will not be surprised if honestly the Chicago Bears try and sign him. Only because, you know, Adam Thielen will probably not be a starter. He'll probably be like second string, but he could be a mentor to those young wide receivers. Because I believe the average age for the wide receivers in Chicago is probably like, I I believe it's 24. I could be wrong, but I believe it's 24. So they're all pretty young. So, you know, bring in an older guy like Thielen, um, mentor those guys. And, you know, the Chicago Bears could be a very deadly team next season but I can I'll get on to that later as for my Broncos there were a lot of cuts this past week they cut Chase Edmonds running back Ronald Darby I'm disappointed in them cutting Ronald Darby but when I tell you guys why they cut them you guys will understand and they also cut Graham Glasgow now The reason why they cut those three players is because those three players were taking up the most cap. So with the release of those three players, they free up about $30 million in cap space. Now, what does this mean? Um, I'm still mad about Ronald Darby because, like, he was a solid corner. He was a good cornerback, too. Lining up beside Pat Sertan, he was so, he was really solid, but I can understand why they got rid of him just for the cap space. What does this mean? Um, it means they're probably going to look for another cornerback cornerback in the draft, or they're going to look for one in free agency. Yeah, one of the, one of the two. They're, they'll probably find one in free agency. I'm gonna miss Ronald Darby. As for Graham Glasgow, yeah, he did take up the majority of the of the cap space so i understand why they cut him and honestly he was pretty mid for the line so that's why as for chase edmonds the reason why they cut them is because they have a lot of running backs in their running back room like javante williams is going to come back they have latavius murray marlon mack and oh god i can't oh i honestly can't remember the other running back off the top of my head, I was gonna say Nakeem Hines, but no, it's not Nakeem Hines. They have Marlon Mack. Um, oh my, who was the other one? Anyway, they had like they have like four or five running backs, so I mean, you don't need that many. So, oh, and Chase, Chase, I'm stupid. It's Chase Edmonds. That's why he's there. So there was five running backs in their room. Obviously, you don't need five. You probably can do with four or three. Hence, they cut Chase Edmonds. What are they going to do? I'm going to talk about what moves they're going to do later on. Um, But don't be surprised if they beef up their O-line for sure. So, as for the big news that everyone has been looking for, it is the trade of Carolina and the Chicago Bears. So the Panthers ended up trading for the number one overall pick with the Chicago Bears. I honestly thought it was going to be the Texans trading for that number one pick. But clearly the Panthers are looking for their their starting guy. Their starting guy. 
and by that I mean their franchise QB because obviously this season they had Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield they were going in between the two and then they traded Baker Mayfield midway through the season to the Rams they stuck with Sam Darnold Sam Darnold didn't perform well and then they went to PJ Walker so obviously there was a lot of uh oh like different QBs starting different games which wasn't really ideal for them. So obviously now they're going to try and get their, their, their guy, their guy. So they traded a lot to the Bears. And honestly, the Bears definitely won this trade. And let me tell you why. I have the breakdown of this trade. So obviously the Panthers received the number one overall pick. But look what the Bears got. They got the the ninth overall pick, the 61st overall pick, a 2024 first round pick, a 2025 second round pick, and wide receiver DJ Moore. Now, what does that mean for the Bears? Now they have the ninth overall pick, which they didn't really need the first overall pick because I I believe this is what they were doing. They got the first overall and they they already knew they were going to trade, but they got still a top 10 pick they got a 61st pick a 2024 like they got so many picks and on top of that they finally got their wide receiver one in dj Moore. what does that mean for the bears they might be a scary contending team because like i said now you have dj Moore. dj Moore is only 25 years old and already he has the most receiving yards in chicago bears history with 5205 and he's only 25 years old. Let that sink in. They also have Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, which I, oh, Chase Claypool, like, I honestly, yes, he's Canadian, you know. I should be cheering for him because, you know, I'm Canadian too, but he's really, he's really a mid receiver. Like, I'm still surprised he even touches the field, honestly. He should be a backup wide receiver. Like, he shouldn't even be a wide receiver two or three, in my opinion. He should be running with the second string team in practice. But, you know, that's just my opinion. This is why I'm not in the NFL. Clearly, I don't know anything. So, ugh, whatever. But like I said, the Bears are looking scary. And remember how I said Adam Thielen might go to the Bears? That's the reason why. Because they have all these young receivers... Adam Thielen can mentor DJ Moore into the wide receiver one. He can be. He can be. Because you know what? I saw him play in uh, in Carolina. You know what? He did He did decent. He, he really did a good job. Considering the fact that even this season, he had to play with like 30 gazillion billion fucking different wide receivers. You know, he played with Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, the fucking old ass cashier from Walmart, <laughs> PJ Walker. He played with fucking Joe Biden, fucking his dementia, doesn't know what's happening. He didn't even know he was throwing the damn football to him. Fuck me. But I think he'll do really good, especially with Justin Fields, because he is an elite passer. See, look, like I said, Chicago Bears potential offense. Okay, are you guys ready? Wide receivers, DJ Moore is going to be first, Chase Claypool's second wide receiver not change that change that shit and darnell mooney now i didn't realize that dj moore only had 888 receiving yards but you know like i just said there's a reason for that if they if they had like a salt if they just kept 
one QB, like as their starter, like if they just made like Sam Darnold their starting QB the whole season, he'd probably have over a thousand. As for Chase Claypool, he only has 451 receiving yards. That's this season, which fuck, he, like the Bears traded a second round pick for him. Fuck me. Why would you do that? A second round pick is too much. Like if you were to, if they're going to trade Chase Claypool, if I was a team, I'd be like, yeah, you're getting a six. You're getting a six rounder or seventh. You're getting a 2027 seventh round pick from me. Fuck. He, I can't fucking stand him. And then you have Darnell Mooney, 493 receiving yards. Which, I mean, we kind of expected it because Justin Fields is more of a scrambling QB. So he doesn't really throw the ball as much. They also have Cole Komet, tight end, which he did get seven receiving touchdowns this year, which, you know, good for him. Really good for him. And then they have Khalil Herbert, which he rushed for 731 rushing yards this season, which is still really good. So this offense is going to look going to look scary. And plus, now, honestly, they have all those draft picks now. So it's it's going to it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good season. As for, like I said, I know I mentioned it earlier in, in the video, uh, the Denver Broncos are going to be beefing up their O-line um, with the Tennessee Titans because the Tennessee Titans, honestly, it looks like they are doing a rebuild, which if you guys don't know what the term is, let's say, I don't know if you guys, um, I'm, I'm going to try to explain it the best I can. But let's say, let's look at the, uh, okay, let's look at the, uh, oh, okay. Let's look at the Eagles for a second, right? They did so good this season. Or you know what? Even better. Let's, I'll give you an example. Let's say the Chiefs. All right. Let's say last year, you know, they had like the best players. Tyreek Hill, fastest wide receiver. Travis Kelsey, probably the best tight end in, in the league right now. Pat Mahomes. Let's see. Let's just, okay, let's say Madden perspective. Let's say everyone on the Chiefs team is a 99 overall, okay? Let's say they go to the Super Bowl, they win. But then let's say all these players are like in their mid-30s. Well, then they all start retiring. So that superstar team starts to deteriorate, right? So in order for them to get as good as they were before... They have to get rid of their good players. So they'll be getting rid of like Tyreek Hill. They'll be trading him to get draft picks in order to get younger players. In order for those younger players to live up to the potential that Tyreek Hill did. If that makes sense. If it doesn't, I'll, I'll, I'll use another example. So let's say Michael Jordan, okay? Let's say basketball. He had a dynasty. He had Michael, it was Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Steve Kerr, Okay. And then once Michael Jordan left the Chicago Bulls, obviously the Bulls, the Bulls owner was like, you know what, we have to rebuild. So they so they traded Scottie Pippen and then they traded Dennis Rodman. Steve Kerr left. So that's what a rebuild is when all their good players like essentially leave and they cut all their good players. So then they build, they get younger players to fill up their spot. Sorry if you guys hear barking. That's my dog going fucking ballistic. Um, yeah, so that, that's essentially what happens. They just 
rebuild. They get younger players to fill those roles. So that's basically what rebuilding is. As for, like I said, the Titans are rebuilding. They're, they got rid of Taylor Lewan, which was who was an all-pro guard for them, which I don't know why they got rid of him. But I, 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 I saw a video of ta- like Taylor Lewan's re- reaction. He was like, well, what the fuck? And do you know what was disrespectful? They like, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously he should keep his jersey, keep the shoulder pads he played in. But they, the the, the Titans dropped off the, uh, the Titans dropped off his stuff and garbage bags to his house. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's just mad disrespectful. Like, no, it was too, it's, oh God. Anyway, besides that, they also cut Ben Jones who was their center, so, I mean, he, he, he was a, a pro bowler too, don't get me wrong, but the the Titans are really rebuilding, I mean, yeah, they're also looking at trade trade offers for Derrick Henry, and I mean, Derrick Henry is probably their best player on the team, so if they're looking for trade offers for Derrick Henry, they're, they're rebuilding, for sure, where's Derrick Henry gonna go, honestly, I don't know, because, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's willing to pay the price for Derrick Henry. Like, they're, they're, the Titans are going to be asking for a shitload of draft picks. They're going to be asking for a fuckload. So, I don't know who's going to match that deal. I wouldn't be surprised if they do, like, a superstar to superstar trade. So, what I mean by that is, okay, Dalvin Cook is probably a superstar. So, I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee and Minnesota do, like, a running back trade. That, that could probably make sense. Or, like I said, they're going to listen to trade offers. Don't be surprised if the Eagles trade for him. Because I remember hearing rumors that the Eagles are trying to get Alvin Kamara from the Saints. But obviously, the Saints aren't trading him. And also, Kamara's facing illegal trouble right now. He's facing, like, a battery charge that was from, like, last year. I don't know. But, yeah. Don't be surprised if the Eagles try and pick him up. But, yeah. So... Uh, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos pick up Taylor Lewan and maybe Ben Jones. Ben Jones is a center, and yes, we do have a center, but Cushenberry honestly has been underperforming. I thought he was going to be an elite center, but I was wrong. That's why in Ma- like in every Madden he's in, he's like a low seventy. Like even this Madden here, like the Madden now, it's like he's a fucking seventy. And I remember I got mad. I was like, why the fuck is he only a seventy? How the fuck? Why why is Garrett Bowles a 79? But then I watched this season and then Garrett Bowles, every other game, holding, 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 holding five times this game, holding, holding. Like I would keep Garrett Bowles, but I mean he'd probably be like second string. So I mean bring Taylor Lewan in. And then the, the line's solid. Russell Wilson can do his thing, run around. All that lovely stuff. So, yeah, that that's what I believe that's going to happen. Um, there's not really much more to say. I, I thought I had way more to say during this uh, episode. Oh, there is one more thing I want to say. Um, yesterday, there was the passing of, of Coach Bud Grant. If you guys don't know who Bud Grant is, he was a really well-respected head coach within the NFL community and also the CFL community. 
Um, if you guys didn't know, actually, Bud Grant is actually one of three people in football history to be both in the uh, CFL Hall of Fame and also NFL Hall of Fame. All right. So try and guess the other player. I will give you guys one more player on who's in bo- one player who's in both. It's actually Warren Moon. War Warren Moon's in both the CFL and NFL Hall of Fame. If you guys can message me who the third one is and whoever's the first one first one to for whoever is the first listener to send us the third person who's in both the CFL and NFL Hall of Fame you guys will get a sh- shout out next next uh, episode so that'll be exciting but yeah he passed away um prayers to his family um yeah prayers to his friends and family he was a really good head coach that's why he's in both Hall of Fames, he will be missed. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm sorry that this wasn't as long as a video as I anticipated. I thought this was gonna be, you know, like my hour-long video or whatever, but it's not. It's it, oh, we're, I mean, we're cracking down the half an hour mark, so I am getting better. I did listen to you guys. No, we don't want the fucking ten-minute ones. Those are bullshit. Blah, blah. I, I am listening to you guys. I am going in more depth. Um, yeah. So, I mean, thank you guys so much for listening. Next week, I will bring you guys another another, uh, episode. There's probably going to be way more stuff happening, too. Oh, that's what I forgot. I'm sorry, guys. It literally just popped in my head. Um, These two receivers are leaving. Robbie Anderson. Sorry, Chosen Anderson, because he changed his name. Apparently, this is like the third time he's fucking changing his name. He, he's getting released by the Cardinals. He's testing free agency. And DeAndre Hopkins. He's getting close to a deal. He might sign with the Dallas Cowboys. He, we saw him on a live Instagram feed with Des Bryant. If you guys don't know who Des Bryant is. Um, Des Bryant was a franchise guy for the Dallas Cowboys. He wore 88. Everyone knew him. Everyone called him X-Factor because... Every time he'd score a touchdown, he'd put up an X. Um, he, he Look up, does Bryant catch, non-catch? Um, then you guys will understand who he is and what he meant to the franchise. Yeah, so does Bryant is recruiting DeAndre Hopkins to the Cowboys. It will be a big step up for, uh, for Dak Prescott because right now he only has like C.D. Lamb to throw to and got... What Michael Gallup and oh god I I can't remember his tight end's name I'm gonna be real with you guys I can't remember off the top of my head but if he gets DeAndre Hopkins that will also be a scary looking offense so that's what I forgot to say guys I apologize um but anyway thank you guys so much for listening I appreciate you guys so much next week ep- next week's episode is gonna be a banger um. As for the other podcast, Matt and I are, are planning on doing it midweek again, like Wednesday. Um, I hope you guys liked, actually, I hope you guys liked the, like, the live stream sort of thing we did on Saturday. Or yesterday, sorry. Oh, God. See, you guys can tell how, how tired I am. God, I'm, miss, I'm mixing up the days. Um, Yeah, I hope you guys liked that. We enjoyed doing it. I mean, that was a... I didn't realize how long it went. Like, we were on, like, live streaming for, like, 
two and a half hours. Like that's just that's just crazy. Just you know, talking football, uh, reading your guys' comments. You know, we enjoy that. So we're hoping we're I'm good. We're gonna sit down and talk about it because obviously we saw success in it. We might be doing it once a month, maybe, which would be awesome. But yeah, we'll let you guys know on that one. We'll probably let you guys know on the Wednesday. But yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Thanks so much.